So I'm here in episode 30 of the Moms That Lead podcast to tell you what you probably already know. Your New Year's resolutions are not going to work. Should I cue the intro now that talks about how Moms That Lead brings inspiration to help you lead your best life? It may seem a little contradictory, so forgive the downer of an opening, but hopefully it got your attention. Because what we're going to talk about today is key to not only helping you make positive personal changes in your life in the new year, but also to help you find fulfillment in your current job or more smoothly navigate career transitions, which I know so many of you are going through right now. So let's get started. Now I really will cue the intro. Hey, are you ready to jump off the hamster wheel and finally listen to that voice inside that says you were meant for more? Are you ready to replace overwhelm with calm and clarity, self-doubt with confidence, and mom guilt with connection? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Moms That Lead podcast, where we know that moms have a unique ability to be world changers, and that leadership is not about position. But instead, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, then you are a leader. I'm Terry Schmidt, your host and leadership mentor, determined to bring you the inspiration, motivation, and practical tips to help you live your best life. I'm a corporate leader and coach turned nonprofit founder. My family's journey to completing an Ironman triathlon changed my life forever, and I want to be your friend on the journey to gain the clarity, confidence, and connection that I gained from that experience. So if you're ready to ditch mom guilt and activate your strengths, let's jump in. Okay. Before we get into the good stuff, let's take stock of where we are. On the cusp of a new year, a highly anticipated new year, we're eager to turn the page from 2020, and that might make you more bullish about coming up with New Year's resolutions, even if you're not typically one to make them. We're also still in the midst of a very trying time. Even with the change in the calendar, we're still facing experiences that challenge our physical, mental, and emotional health. Like any period of suffering, this time may have you craving meaning and eager to strip away meaningless activities and focus on what matters most. Not only that, but you may have lost your job and find yourself in search of a new role. So regardless of what experiences you've been through this year, it's likely that you're in a place where more than ever, taking a little time to reflect on your purpose, your why, will reap a great benefit. So let's jump in. Today's episode will build on what we talked about last week. So if you haven't had the opportunity to listen to that short episode, I encourage you to go do so right now. Last week, we talked about what we at Moms That Lead consider to be the foundation of your purpose, your values. We defined what we meant by values, introduced a couple steps to help you identify them, and then talked about how you could use that info each day. If you're a loyal listener, you know that at Moms That Lead, we view your purpose, or your why, as a combination of three components. Your values, which we talked about last week, and your passion and strengths, which we'll cover this week. With each, we'll go through defining it, talk about how you can find yours, and then most importantly, Talk about how you can use it and why you should even care. So let's start with passion. I like to say that you can think of passion 
as the arena where you can exercise your values and strengths. And just like your values, it's very closely related to your emotions. So how can you find your passion? Well, let's start with a couple of questions you can ask yourself. First, what causes do you care most about? And second, what problems in our world do you think most need solving? And then, most importantly, if you don't have the option to be in a job that directly affects the cause that you identified, what can you learn from your passion about that cause to find smaller related problems to solve in your everyday life? So take, for example, a woman who was very passionate about making sure that kids in economically disadvantaged areas had access to high-quality education. Now, there's a lot that she could do in terms of volunteering and donating to various organizations championing that cause. But maybe she isn't able to focus her career on that passion right now for one reason or another. What similar problems could she solve in her life that give her a similar arena? What is it about that particular problem that gets her excited? Maybe it's her values of fairness and respect that make her eager to ensure that everyone has an opportunity to learn and grow. So maybe in her job, she can live out that passion with a New Year's leadership resolution of doubling down on her efforts to understand the development dreams of each of her employees and making sure that she does everything in her power to remove any obstacles that she can for that development to happen. So that's just one example. If you're in a situation where you're looking for new opportunities and greater meaning in your life in the coming year, I encourage you, again, to start by asking yourself the following questions. And if you're in a place that you can do so, you might even want to pause the podcast, take out some paper, and write down your answers to these questions right now. Again, the questions are, what causes do I care about most? Secondly, what problems do I think most need solving? And then write down some notes about why. Why do you care about those causes? Why do those problems matter so much to you? And finally, and perhaps most importantly, where can I find opportunities to solve those or similar problems in my life? If you can honestly answer those questions and come up with some ideas, those will help to give you the arena where you should focus your New Year's resolutions. And then you will truly have powerful New Year's resolutions that will stick. So if we have values as our foundation, and then our passions which tell us where we should be working, or what causes we should be fighting for, we are ready to move on to the third component of your purpose, your strengths. Again, with your values being the foundation and your passion directing you to the arena or the place that you should do your work, strengths help to determine what position you might be best playing. Sometimes this can be the hardest part of the puzzle to figure out as we tend to shy away from identifying our own strengths. There are two reasons that might be behind this. First of all, when things come easy to us, we think that they must come easy to everyone else. And they're really not that big of a deal. So they can't be a strength, right? Actually, they are. Secondly, when we do succeed at something hard, we don't usually see that success in isolation. But instead, we see all of the mistakes, failures, and self-doubt that came before that success. So it doesn't really seem fair to call it a strength. But the reality is we were each created with unique strengths. And when we are able to put ourselves in positions where we can use and develop those strengths, we are able to do more good in the world 
and also feel more fulfilled. People call this being in the zone or in the sweet spot for a reason. It really is pretty sweet. Not only that, but the research shows that focusing your personal and professional development on your strengths can often have a greater impact than focusing solely on your weaknesses or shortcomings. Although I know that's a lot more tempting to focus on where you need to improve. But if you can resist that temptation, New Year's goals or resolutions focused on your strengths are likely to deliver a greater return than those focused on developing areas that you see as your weaknesses. So how do you discover your strengths? Well, since we're not that great at identifying them ourselves, we may need to look outside of ourselves. There are many assessments available, perhaps the most popular being Gallup's Clifton Strengths. You may also know it as the Strengths Finder. That assessment gives you your top talent themes to help you better understand how you accomplish your goals by building relationships, thinking strategically, executing plans, and or influencing others. When I am coaching women looking to define their purpose, I always include this assessment as part of the engagement if they have not already taken it. But if you're not able to take an assessment, one of the best ways to identify your strengths is simply to ask those around you. Get a few trusted friends, family members, or colleagues to answer simple questions such as, what do you think I'm best at? What kind of help am I best at giving to other people? What is an area that you think I have more knowledge or experience or expertise than most? The answers to those questions may surprise you and will help you to get information that can focus your development and work for the next year. Okay, so I know some of you out there are thinking, I could never ask someone else to tell me what I'm good at. So if you're not able to do that and you don't have funds to take an assessment right now, at the very least, just try reflecting on these questions independently. What comes really easy to you? What do others come to you for advice on? For example, are you the encourager of your friend group? Maybe you have the strength of positivity. Do you naturally succeed in getting things done? Maybe you have the strength of being an achiever. Are you especially adept at setting goals and basing your priorities on them? Maybe you have the strength of focus. So again, think about what comes really easy and what do others come to you for advice on most often. Regardless of if you took an assessment, if you asked people around you, or if you did a little bit of self-reflection, once you have an idea of what your strengths are, what do you do with it? Well, I have two things. First, look over your life and highlight examples of how you've used these strengths in the past. And here's the kicker. Be careful to note when maybe you overused this strength or used it in a way that did not benefit others. You see, every strength has a dark side when it is overused. For example, the strength of empathy, in which you have a great understanding of what others are feeling, can be used to manipulate others. And it can also immobilize a decision maker if they're too closely tied to the negative emotions that might result from deciding one way or another. I know this from experience. So again, highlight those examples in the past of where you've used strengths that you identified. And also keep a close eye out for where you may have overused those strengths. Second, find opportunities in your life to utilize your strengths for the benefit of others. This will naturally help you to develop the strength as you get a chance to exercise it in different contexts. 
For example, if you have the strength of focus, maybe you volunteer to lead your department in annual goal setting and give tips for achieving those goals throughout the year. If you are naturally a connector, maybe you sign up for volunteer opportunities in your community where you have to work with different groups. I know any nonprofit fundraiser would allow a connector to exercise her strengths. So as you set your focus for 2021, resist the urge to pull goals out of the sky or copy others' resolutions. You'll only end up disappointed with yourself in mid-January. Instead, spend some time defining your purpose first. Name your values to give you a foundation. Clarify your passion to give you ideas for the arena in which you will be most motivated to work. And identify your strengths to know how you can best contribute in that arena. The fact is, we're all at a transition point right now in our lives. Whether you are looking for new employment, trying to get a fresh start in the new year, or just longing to put the suffering of the last year behind you, this time is ripe for reflection so that you can focus on what matters most in the time that we're given to lead in the coming year. We need you to get off the hamster wheel and step into the leadership roles that were made for you in business and in your community. And as I mentioned last week, if you want a friend to help you through this reflection, I've got a great option for you. On January 12th at 7 p.m. Central Time, I'll be offering an hour-long live training and coaching session to help you gain clarity on your purpose and set your focus for the year. I'll be doing some live coaching, giving you a chance to get personal feedback, and if needed, help get you unstuck. Because I know that this is so needed, as many of us are craving a new start after 2020, I'm doing this as a coaching for donations event. All I'm asking for is a donation of any amount to the nonprofit Stronger to Serve. You can learn more about this opportunity and about Stronger to Serve by following the link bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 2021 lead with purpose. Or you can find it in the show notes, which of course you can find at momsthatlead.com forward slash podcast forward slash 30. And as a special gift, anyone who donates $100 or more will get a free hour-long coaching session with me. So this is what you need to do. Sign up now and then go enjoy the holidays, knowing that you have the first step set in your plan for making 2021 the year that you develop into the leader you were made to be. We'll be doing the same thing at Moms That Lead, wrapping up our work this week to take a quick holiday break over the next couple of weeks. Our next episode will air on January 6th, 2021. Thank you to all of you who have been with us through the past season of 30 episodes. I can't wait to share 2021 with you. And as always, until next time, lead with love.